A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but I think, no, He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are God by faith in His Son. Right? 2 Corinthians 317. That's the whole victory in the name which is above every name. No exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme. Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name. Get out here right now. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Master's Dog, episode 100. I'm your host, Norm, The Master's Dog Dunham, aka The Evangelical Norm. So, episode 100, that's kind of a big deal, right? Woohoo! Okay, let's move on. Um, so, The Master's Dog is a podcast I do where I deal with false teachings, false doctrines, um, anything that comes against the Word of God, uh, if the Word of God is attacked, I bark. I make noise, just like the Master's Dog in the quote, and that's where it came from. So, it's this podcast started out as Faith and Beliefs Refuted, where I was just responding to the segment of the Saints Unscripted podcast, uh, Faith and Beliefs, where they were going through Mormon doctrine. They started with the Articles of Faith, and I wanted to respond to those and show how the LDS Articles of Faith did not line up with biblical Christianity. And then when they continued on past those Articles of Faith, I said, I'm going to respond to every one of these videos. And I have. Uh, some are I felt were kind of pointless, that there wasn't real any real substance to the video of to their video of anything that really had any kind of impact on the conversation between Christianity and, and Mormonism. But I still responded, and God has always brought something out 
useful. Again, his word doesn't return void, so he always brings something useful out of uh, these times. But the last few weeks have been very substantial because most of the things that David has talked about in the last few weeks of, of these podcasts have been uh, things that go toward the very person and nature of God and who he is and, and what he is. And so today is no different. It is another very important topic of conversation um, of what is a spirit. And David doesn't get too much into talking about God as a spirit as he does as a spirit in general and our spirits, again, making the distinction, somehow making, excuse me, the connection that our spirits are identical with God, and they're not. So, all that being said, I'm going to go ahead and let David get into it, and we'll do what we do. We'll let him talk, and then we'll respond as needed. Um, but here he goes. This is David Snell, Saints Unscripted. What is a spirit according to LDS beliefs? Hey guys, so Latter-day Saints believe that your spirit is the part of you that existed before mortal birth, the part that now exists within your physical body, and the part that will continue to exist after your physical body dies. But what exactly is a spirit? What else do we know about spirit in general? You boys know all about spirits. All that time you're spending down at Phelps Tavern. <laughs> As it turns out, the Latter-day Saint doctrine of what spirit is is quite different from what other Christians generally believe. So, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Okay, and it is also important to, to note that David does make the distinction here that there are significant differences between what Christians, biblical Christians, mainstream Christians, I would say orthodox Christians, uh, believe and what heretical people like Mormons believe about spirits. So we'll, we'll let him get into that. All right, so if you ask a mainstream Christian what spirit is, they may respond similarly to how the Christian website lifehopeandtruth.com responds. To describe what spirit is, the best we can do is describe what spirit isn't. All we can say for sure is that it is not matter or the energy that is from matter. Do you have the slightest idea how little that narrows it down? In other words, to most Christians, spirit is immaterial. Latter-day Saints take a totally different approach. Okay, now I, I've dealt with this on Kwaku's uh, podcast and things that he said as well. I don't know that we would say that God is immaterial, that a spirit is immaterial. There, It is some kind of matter, it's just other, and this is the, the best I can describe it. Again, he, he says that, the be, that uses a website, says best we can do is describe what a spirit is not. Well, we know a spirit is not flesh and bone because Jesus makes that distinction scripturally. So spirit is not flesh and bone, um, but there is some kind of substance to it. We see uh, in Jesus's baptism, we see, it says we saw the spirit of God descending in the form of a dove. So there is some kind of presence to the spirit that I mean, the spirit of God. I mean, it says in Genesis one, two, that the spirit of God, God was hovering over the earth. So there is some kind of a presence to it. Um, is it matter as we understand matter? Is it matter as, you know, is this monitor or the camera no it's not it's not a solid physical made up of atoms and uh you know 
molecules and so on matter as it is some other kind of matter. But it's something. It's not immaterial. Again, Kwaku takes this to, to go to the point that, well, everybody who doesn't believe that God is, is matter or any is immaterial, that's just a thought, and it's, it's not real, and you, so you're really an atheist. No, that's not true. It, it, to say that God is not matter like physical or as we are, and he is a spirit, as Jesus describes him as, does not necessarily mean that he is immaterial. Again, the best I can describe it, and I don't have a problem with the fact that I can't come up with any other quantification other than he is other material. Our scriptures teach there is no such thing as immaterial matter. All spirit is matter, but it is more fine or pure and can only be discerned by purer eyes. We cannot see it, but when our bodies are purified, we shall see that it is all matter. Latter-day Saints believe that our spirits were organized out of pre-existing eternal material by physical embodied heavenly parents, in their likeness and image, both male and female. Okay, so here again, we come back to the, the LDS issue of parents. Um... There are places I, I, I don't remember exactly, but that, so what, what he's trying to say is, and again, so the requirement according to LDS belief that we have a heavenly mother is the reason why people have to have a mother here on earth because parents have to come together in a sexual union to have a baby and make a baby. And then God puts the spirit or whatever that the spirit that is preexistent as like like an adult in heaven suddenly becomes a baby and is mushed down into this baby body and and boom go off you go and and now you've got to do this thing, but so that was that's essentially why they require to have a heavenly mother, but if they're just organizing these preexisting is again is it. Are they having a sexual union and their God is taking those and doing what again, it, it makes it, there's, there's a, there's a disconnect in the, the logic of the progression here somewhere. So all of our spirits existed as some kind of pre spiritual matter that gets organized into spiritual matter and becomes a spirit child of our heavenly parents and then grows up to be a, you know, a spirit adult who then becomes a, ba a physical baby. <laughs> My head hurts. We believe spirits have shape and form. They look similar to what your physical mortal body looks like. We believe our mortal bodies are created in the likeness and image of corporeal heavenly parents and the then spirit body of Jesus Christ. In the Book of Mormon, the pre-mortal Christ appears to the brother of Jared on a mountaintop. The brother of Jared is surprised when he sees that Christ had the appearance of a man. Christ says, Seest thou that ye are created after mine own image? Yea, even all men were created in the beginning after mine own image. Behold this body, which ye now behold, is the body of my spirit. And even as I appear unto thee to be in the spirit, will I appear unto my people in the flesh. Latter-day Saints. So again, here, this, this uh, diverges from what Christians believe about pre-incarnate appearances of Christ. We believe that, that when... Uh, when Joshua 
is approached by the commander of the Lord's army, the angel of the Lord, the captain of the Lord's army. He's actually approached by an in, a pre-incarnate Christ, a Christophany, but it's a physical being. It's not a spiritual being. It, uh, Jacob, before he's renamed as Israel, wrestles with God. We believe that this is a Christophany, a physical being. Again, what? We're running into issues of Jesus didn't have a physical body till after he was born, but that we see people running into him in the pre pre incarnate body with a physical body. Um, Melchizedek is a, a Christophany, an appearance of Christ before the incarnation, but again, it's the physical body of Christ. And so, again, I don't know how God manages to do this. He's God, he can do whatever it is he wants. Here's the thing is, is I believe in a God whose ways are, are beyond my ways and my ability to comprehend what it is he does. The Mormons have fashioned for themselves a God that is physical and understandable. They're like, well, we don't know how, how you can believe in this God that doesn't make sense to my human mind. So Joseph Smith said, let me make a God that fits what my human mind can comprehend and then present him to these people. He literally made for himself an idol and made another god other than what is revealed in scripture. Saints believe that your pre-mortal spirit dwells within your physical body right now during mortality. In fact, we believe that while a spirit can live without a physical body, as per James 2.26, your physical body cannot live without your spirit within it. When your physical body dies, your spirit leaves that body and lives on. When the time comes for you to be resurrected, your spirit will once again be combined with your then-perfected, immortal body of flesh and bones, never to be separated again, similar to the bodies of our heavenly parents, and similar to Christ's body after his resurrection. Latter-day Saints believe that man is spirit. The elements are eternal, and spirit and element, inseparably connected, receive a fullness of joy. And when separated, man cannot receive a fullness of joy. We would agree with the French philosopher Pierre, oh, my wife tried to tell me how to pronounce this, but I have no idea still, when he said that we are not human beings having a spiritual experience, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Ultimately, we are spirit, spiritual beings, but having that spirit combined with a physical body and the promise of one day having a perfected, resurrected body is a wonderful privilege. We believe that obtaining a resurrected physical body, thereby becoming more like our heavenly parents, is a huge part of God's plan for us. Our scriptures teach that those disembodied spirits who are awaiting the resurrection have looked upon the long absence of their spirits from their bodies to be a bondage. In consequence of their rebellion against God, Satan and his followers will never have the privilege of having their own physical body. So again, all of this is, all of these things that they believe about a spirit and, and so on, is to attain the same thing that Satan claimed he was going to attain. He was going to exalt himself to the throne of God. Joseph Smith said he was exalting himself to God's throne as God went on to somewhere else. You know, at least at least Joseph's wasn't like, I'm taking over and casting you out, which was what Satan's plan was. But Joseph's like, you can move on to something else and I'll take your throne. This is things that Joseph Smith said. Again, these are, these are not biblical teachings. Nothing in the Bible says we become exactly like God is because it makes it very clear that we are completely different. We are not his children. Again, in John 1, 
1 through 18 where where it says we get we are given the right to become children of God if we are if we are given the the right to become something it means we weren't that before so the whole teaching that Mormons have that we are God's actual literal children in heaven doesn't line up with the things that Jesus said why would Jesus lie again this is this is important things to understand and recognize the fact that we are his creation we are completely different. If I build a birdhouse, there's nothing that that birdhouse is ever going, well, it doesn't have any kind of sentience, but it's never going to go, oh, I want to become like you. Well, no, I'm, I am your creator. You, I can give you the, I can create something in my image. I can create something that looks like me, but it will never become exactly like me. We are not, we are not gods and never will be. And, and again, God is, and, and this comes back to the whole issue of a God before God and a God before him and a God before him and, and so on. Whereas you're making, again, making God a liar where he says, there's no God before me, neither will there be one formed after me. I mean, Isaiah, I want to say it's 40, Isaiah 40 or Isaiah 44. I can't remember exactly which one. I should look it up. I have my Bible right here. But where... God is saying these things, Mormons are going, well, yeah, he just didn't know what he was talking about. He just wasn't being 100% true with us. He just wasn't revealing everything. That's not the nature of God. You're, they're literally calling God a liar from the things that he says in the book of Isaiah. Bodies. They're incredibly jealous of we mortals, hence why in the New Testament, they'd rather possess the bodies of swine than be totally unembodied. You have made me very desperate. Anyway, there's a crash course on what spirits are to Latter-day Saints. We diverge from mainstream Christianity on several points that come into play here. We believe the spirits of all people lived with God before this life. We believe God has a per Okay, so now here we're, we're dealing with some things, and I was trying to find the scripture, but I couldn't find it off the top of my head. But there is, is one that, that talks about where Jesus says that no one has ascended to heaven except for the one that, that came down, or no one has come down from heaven except for the one who ascends back up. Essentially making, and I, I wish I hadn't butchered it the way I did. I wish I could find it. Um, I'm sure it'll show up in the comments uh, sometime here in a little bit. But Jesus is making it clear that he is the only one that lived with God and was God pre-incarnate pre-existence there there's god existed and then he created angels there were created angelic beings so god is god and somewhere between either maybe just before he said let there be light and he, he the earth was formless and void or right after or somewhere in there god created angelic beings then he created man we are different from angels we don't become angels excuse me we don't become gods. We don't. Nowhere do we change the, our being of who we are. We are always going to be humans. We may become glorified humans if we repent and put our faith in Christ and go to heaven and we are justified, sanctified, and then glorified. Um, but we will never become angels. We will never become gods. And we did not live with God before. There's nothing in the Bible that we can. And Jesus, and again, I wish I could find the scripture, but I can't. But Jesus makes it clear that the only one who was there with God before was him. 
and he was the one that came from heaven, became a human, and he will go back and ascends back to his father and so on. None of us, none of the rest of us, we are created. Our spirits are created at the moment of conception, I believe. God, boom, creates our spirit and then our spirit, yes, it does inhabit our human body and our spirit is what becomes um, disincorporated when we die. And we go to heaven, absent from the body, is present with the Lord, and then we are given a, a resurrected, glorified body at some point in time. But we never become gods. We do not become angels. None of that is biblical. It's all made up by Joseph Smith. Again, now he's going on to the whole issue of God has a body of flesh and bones. That goes completely against Jesus' own words, who says that, that you know, he says the spirit doesn't have a body of, of, of flesh and bones as you see me. He's speaking to the apostles after his resurrection. He's like, look, here, feel me. I have a body. A spirit doesn't have that. And God is a spirit. God the Father is a spirit and his worshipers worship him in spirit and in truth. John 4. And so we recognize and then we see about the Holy Spirit and so on. These are two beings, two uh, persons of the triune God who do not have physical bodies. The only one with a body of flesh and bones is Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, God the Son. Perfected, immortal body of flesh and bones, and we believe spirits are material beings. Most. So again, I would say it's some kind of matter, just not an earthly matter, not a physical matter as we comprehend as physical earthly beings. It is a spiritual matter, I, I would say not unlike whatever angels are or what you know God is, Holy Spirit is, the spirit that we have is some kind of other material, but I wouldn't say it is immaterial. And so again, but these things that the, where he says, this second one, I mean, the, to believe all spirits live before, that's not really an essential issue. What are spirits composed of is not, a, but God having a physical body of flesh and bones, this is an essential issue between what is Christian, what is not. And this goes directly to the person and nature of God, the father. This is, this is the, theology, the theology proper. And the Bible makes it clear that God is a spirit and his People worship him in spirit and truth. Jesus makes it clear that he's the only one that has a body of flesh and bone. The father wasn't crucified, as you see in the shack, or any of those things where you get these, these mingling of bad theologies. And really what it is, is to make a, to say that you have a God that has a physical body of flesh and bone. God the Father is creating an idol, and it is a false God that is is presents that sent a false Christ that presents a false gospel within which there is no hope for salvation. Christians do not believe in a pre-mortal state. Most believe that God is exclusively an immaterial formless spirit and most believe our spirits are also immaterial. We can Again, I would not say immaterial. This is this is what they use to try to go, "Oh, well, you might as well be atheist because you really don't believe that it's anything." No, it's something, it's some kind of otherly, and I'll say that again, and yeah, I, I, I'm going to, that's my term that I've coined, other material. It's not immaterial, it is other material.
dive deeper into some of these issues in future episodes, but in the meantime, check out the resources in the YouTube description. Feel free to study things out on your own, pray about things, and go with what makes the most sense to you. As it turns out, good people can believe different things and still be good people. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. Okay, and so let's just deal with that too. Let's just let's just throw the whole gospel in here and say that there's no such thing as good people, right? Regenerate people, sinners saved by grace. You know, the the Bible says that we are saints, that we are we are given Christ's righteousness. The only goodness that I have is what I was given by Christ when I repented and put my faith in Him. But again, it's not about good people being good people who believe different things. It is about what did Jesus say? There's no one good, no, not one. There, there's none righteous. These are all words from Scripture inspired by the Holy Spirit who is God. Jesus is God. Thus, Jesus inspired this book. But we see that no, there's none good, no, not one. There, there's none righteous. Um, no one seeks after God. Right. It's not about good people believing different things. It's about Jesus saying, this is what you need to believe in order to be saved. No one comes to the Father but through me, not through a false Christ, not through a made up Christ, not through a, a Christ that is not biblical. You cannot get to the Father through a false Christ because then you're going to end up being one of those people who says, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things in your name? And he says, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. It's not about being a good person who believes different things. It being, it, it's about believing what Jesus said you must believe in order to be saved. And that's the key. And part of that falls down to the point of whether or not we believe what the Bible says about God the Father and who he is. So pre-existence, that's not a real, I mean, it's, it's an important issue and it's it's helpful to learn about and talk about what are spirits. It's an important issue, helpful to learn about and talk about, but those are not essentials. But the person and nature of who God is, whether he is a spirit, as Jesus said, John 4, 24, um, 23 and 24, but an hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Yes, the Father wants such people to worship him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So, and again, Jesus says when he, when he talks to the apostles after he's resurrected, he says, I have a body of flesh and bone. A spirit does not have this. So he makes the, the distinction of what is physical, what is not. A spirit is not physical, does not have a body of flesh and bone like he had. So he wasn't a spirit when he says God is a spirit that falls into that. So we see that Jesus, and again, if we're going to present a God that has a body of flesh and bones, we are literally calling Jesus a liar. And that is not a place that you want to be. So if you're in that place and you're, you're being taught that Jesus is a liar, then get out, get away from that. Find somewhere where they teach you who Jesus is according to the Bible. And my Christian friend is always preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.